Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Worldwide Wrap, LGBT news from around the world. Scanning the globe for stories of the diverse rainbow communities. From Australia's Joy 94.9, this is the Worldwide Wrap. And tonight we start off in Russia. Well, you know. Slash the, Ukraine, slash. Slash Ukraine. Yeah. You know this is not going to be a good story. <laughs> anyway, we start off well. We start off, you know, and end up in good news. Um, okay, so, uh, yes, with the imminent potential, possible, who knows what's happening with uh, Ukraine, uh, a US official has warned um, that the Russians most unlikely have a list of people that they would be tracking down uh, in the event of occupying parts of all of Ukraine. And uh, the amongst those would be, of course, um, members of the rainbow community. Uh, as, we were, as people we well know, reported many times on this show, Russia, of course, has very archaic attitudes and laws regarding uh, LGBTIQ rights. And so um, this White House... Um, Official has warned that, amongst others, um, journalists, anti-corruption activists, that um, ethnic minorities, there would also be most likely a crackdown um, of LGBTI persons, particularly any activists. And, and the White House has actually said they're, they're quite startled at how formalised these mm. lists are. So th- this is a very organised approach. Yes. So... Um, and as they quote, they, they, someone, one of this particular advisors said, uh, Jake S- S- Sullivan said on NBC, that this will be, quote, a war waged by Russia on the Ukrainian people to repress them, to crush them, to harm them. And um, that is what he's, uh, he's trying to lay out in detail to uh, his report to the UN. So. We have mentioned um, previously on the show some of the comments coming out of uh, Ukraine's LGBT community, quite defiant. And, and mm. uh, you know, even the director of Kiev Pride uh, has said they that the community is willing to step forward against the aggression. So they're willing to uh, fight in order to, because they really do fear a, a, a significant regression in LGBT rights, which have been, you know, hard, hard fought in uh, Ukraine itself. Wish we had some good news about uh, about that section yes. of the world, but we'll have to uh, stay tuned Wait, on that one. Yes, exactly. Now, across to Hong Kong slash Mexico. Not quite next-door neighbours, but uh, Hong Kong, which has been slated to run the next Gay Games in... was actually going to be this year, November this year, and, of course, uh, COVID got in the way, so they pre-programmed it for November next year. But now the announcement has come through that they're going to co-host the next Gay, Hames, Gay Games with Guadalajara, Mexico. Um, so the, this is the uh, uh, the two cities will be making this a global multi-sport event. Their uh, press release says, uh, ensuring it remains inclusive. They also talk in there about this being not only the first gay games in Asia, but the first time in Latin America. 
They're selling all these positives, but I can't help but thinking, I can't help but read between the lines that it's not all good news. I mean, I've been to a few gay games, so you're not going to get that um, uh, that single uh, mm, community so. that you get when you have an opening ceremony or close. Like, no, I'm trying to imagine. It's going to be split in two countries. I'm trying to imagine what the T-shirt design is going to be. Like, <laughs> one true. Part, like or the, the mascot, mascot will be half dragon, half what's a, what's an <laughs> tequila. Animal, tequila, half a cactus. <laughs> um, uh, the hat mm. will be interesting as well. Uh, it's uh, look, Guadalajara is not a a bad choice. In yeah. they they have bid a few times and they've got to the final stage but haven't been successful but they're kind of going to split the sports across the two countries more of them in mexico than hong kong so while hong kong is the host (laughs) country there's more sports outside of it a couple of things in play here to my mind one is that um hong kong has had very tight covid restrictions so i'm sure they're thinking this could be a problem getting people in and out of the country uh the other thing is the role of china the influence on democracy in Hong Kong and um, the crackdown on dissidents. Mm-hmm. And if you're bringing in a whole lot of, um, let's say, very outgoing. forthright, outgoing LGBTI people, is that something that perhaps they're not as excited about anymore under the new regime? Because this was well, awarded many years ago. I mean, there, there was, there's been lately in China, there have been a suppression of um, LGBTI organisations. Full stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- exactly, yes. So, Mm. So yeah, you'd be, you'd be wonder how many people, particularly I imagine North um, Canadians and Americans, would be willing, you know, when they could go to Mexico, um, how yeah. many would be willing to go across to Hong mm. Kong. Um, so, yeah, this could be problematic. Interesting S- to see what happens. Speaking though. of Americans. Yes, in the USA. So if you were looking at a really shock headline, the percentage of LGBTIQ people in the USA has doubled in the wow, last 10 the years. the recruitment drive is working. The gay agenda <laughs> is working. <laughs> so it's... So I, it, detail. I'll, I'll go into a little bit of detail. So that's the grabbing headline. Uh, so the poll results came out last week and a record 7.1% of American adults identified as LGBTIQ jumping from 3.5% in 2012. So there's different gradients in, if you look at different generations. So the, the most increase is in um, now so-called Generation um, Z, which goes up to, so um, people... So the youngins, the, the, under, the, under 18s, I think that Yes, that's now. right. Yep. So that, that goes up to 20 you know, 21%. But if you look at uh, baby boomers uh, and what this so-called traditional is, it's all below 10%. Uh, 4.2% of Generation X adults, which I've, I, if I hazard a guess, it's what the three of us in this room are yes. part of. Um, <laughs> baby boomers, 2.6%. So it's really, you know, the attitude is probably a reflection of the changing attitude toward gender definition and and um, the willingness and, to and be willingness open about as well. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, we always grow up with the 10% sort of, yeah. you know, um, figure, wasn't it? One in so ten. it's yeah, people one in yeah, being more open and being more, maybe more willing to, to be non-gender conforming. One of these things to read beyond the headlines. Yes. But in brief, Israel's health ministry has formally banned LGBTQ conversion therapy. And back to Mexico, Mexico's issued its first birth certificate with non-binary gender marker. And in Scotland, trans people can self-identify in the census following a landmark court's ruling. 
That's your worldwide wrap. Keep up with LGBT news from around the world throughout the week. Like us on Facebook, Worldwide Wave, or visit joy.org.au slash Worldwide Wave. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.